In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. Sixth edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And now the news. President Bush asked a skeptical Democrat-run Congress to approve $700 billion in new military spending. Now, this week I kept hearing all sorts of wild fluctuations in that figure. Yeah. But... But this is the one I, I, I agreed on with myself. $700 billion in new military spending, much of it for the Iraq war. And uh, he wants to curb many, curb many domestic programs. I guess that's kind of like a dog, you know, you take it off to the okay, wait, wait, wait. curb it. Now, now $700 billion is what is being, is for the, is the military budget. Military the budget, DO, yeah. The DOD, yeah. Department of Defense budget. Yeah. And, and what I'm reading here is it's an additional $245 billion. Uh-huh. For the war in Iraq and in Afghanistan. That's right, you are. This right, you are. coming year. I was getting that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. But it's okay. I don't mind at all. But yeah, it, I'm yeah. just going to, yeah. I was going to break it down that way. Okay. It's a $2.9 trillion budget. Right. All told. All told. $2.9 trillion, Of which it appears that more than a third will go toward blowing things up. In Iraq and <laughs> Well, all of it's actually, <laughs> yeah. theoretically, all of it's going towards yeah. and, you know, the potential many of those to things, blow things yeah, up. Many of those uh, things don't count what is actually the infrastructure for blowing things up. Exactly. The, or it's like we like to call it the blow-up infrastructure. <laughs> it's right. Yeah. Well, and, and that, that enormous figure of $700 billion doesn't take into account a lot of support for the military that's not considered DOD money. So you mean they make those little magnets, the support artillery magnets? There, the Department of Energy has a whole bunch of military-related activities that are not counted as DOD money. That's what I was getting at yeah. before when um, I yes. said the infrastructure. Yes. Well, I just want to underscore that the $700 billion that he's proposing for yeah. the Department of Defense yeah. is more money than the rest of the world combined spends on their military. And well, it should be. I mean, I want because to say we, one more time. The states more of money the union and the is rest strong. of the world combined spends on it. Well, we are the world, Mike. Okay. The budget also asks for additional funding for Iraq and Afghanistan. Did you know that, by the way? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Republicans block Senate debate on a bipartisan resolution opposing President Bush's troop buildup in Iraq. Mm-hmm. You know about that? Yeah, this is the Warner. Is it Warner Biden? No, Warner. The amendment. I think it was it was Jack and Harry. So oh, whatever. Jack and Harry Warner. Jack and Harry Warner. Yeah, they ran a hell of a studio. Uh-huh. And I mean they could My they, grandfather they, worked for him. He could tell you stories. Could he? Yeah. But that's that's big. You no, know, but I, the, 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 wait, wait, wait. That's what? not even right. What? This this resolu- non binding resolution actually empowers the president to continue the war, especially in this Anwar Anwar province of Iraq where a lot of the fighting is going on with the Sunnis, mm-hmm. it doesn't really restrict them to do anything. This is BS. the Feingold Amendment. Yeah. The Feingold Resolution is much more definitive in terms of getting us, putting some kind of a timetable. But the Republicans blocked the I know. Well, I, I guess my point they is— They don't even want to debate They don't this. even want to debate it in a resolution that is 
Can I say BS? It's 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 inconsequent. It's it's of no consequence anyway. That's what I think. It doesn't even accomplish what the Democrats have said it would do, which is to be the first step in a progression towards putting real uh, limitations on what the president can do. What doesn't? This resolution. Which resolution? The one that you're talking about. The one I just said they they don't even want to debate. They don't even anything. want to debate. Yeah, yeah. they don't want they to don't debate even want to anything. Talk about it because yeah. the more they talk about it, the more it doesn't exist. Yeah. All right. Iraq refugees were flooding Syria and Jordan, where they now account for 5 to 12% of those countries' total populations. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half to three that's million. A, that's a lot of people. Two and a half to three million Iraqis have left the country. You know, what was that? Jim Gilchrist. They ought to send him over there. The, you know, yeah? a bigger. Yeah, they need a bigger fence. Yeah. That's what they should be spending their money on. A massive bombing in a Shiite neighborhood in Baghdad killed 130 people. That was the second deadliest in the country. Since the invasion, that was over the weekend. I want to say something. But you're, you're, I'm waiting. Over the last week, how many people? How many people were killed in, in, in Baghdad? Is this in, a guessing in, game? In Iraqi. The Iraq, how many civilians? You're, this is a guessing yeah. game. I no. don't know. What? The department? 1,243. Well, you're close. 1,000 people were killed throughout Iraq in the past week. But if I go over, I don't win the refrigerator. No, you don't. Uh, no, you have to be under. American officials, regional leaders, and residents are increasingly worried that Kirkuk, you know that little place up there, the northern oil-rich city in Iraq. And the Turks want to be. That that could develop into a third front. Exactly. That's what people are worried about. If you were were tuned in last week, you heard me ranting about the, the prospect of Turkey throwing their weight into this thing, which is really, truly... The beginning of Armageddon for the Middle East. If Turkey decides to inject itself into the fight for Kirkuk, and that's a NATO country with which we have lots and lots of treaties and all kinds of things, that is seriously horrible beyond our imagining. I mean, I don't think it's uh, whatever. It's let it go, Mike. I'm going to let it go. An analyst, an analysis, (sighs) not an analyst. Yeah. An analysis released by the Congressional Budget Office showed that the Bush administration, in its public comments, vastly underestimated the actual number of extra troops that will be deployed in Iraq under the surge plan. They underestimated that. Tell us how and by how many. Well, they only only accounted for combat units. Yes, exactly. The 21,000. They actually need to send, well, I've heard higher than this, but 35,000 is. Uh, yeah, I've heard between 35,000 and 47,000 uh-huh. is the number. Somewhere around there. We, yeah. we, we're not quite sure. So It's either double or be, a little bit less than for double. For them to send or, just the 21,000 would be unique in terms of the military deployment. They always send support personnel. Yeah. So that really what the number you're talking about is much more accurate, 35 to 47,000. Kind of like you and me. We need support personnel. We do. I need a lot of support personnel. Um, Democratic presidential candidate Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. You've heard of him? Yeah, isn't he the guy that went to the madrasa? Was, was, <laughs> isn't, he that, isn't that the guy? His middle name is Hussein? Yeah. yeah. I know all about him. Yeah, we already know about him. Yeah, we him. know all about him. He introduced a bill that would see U.S. combat troops withdrawn from Iraq by 2008. So he's he's more in line with... Uh, I suppose he wanted to debate that, but Feingold. Republicans don't yeah. want to debate. They don't want to debate it. I think it's just, it's so, it, they're cretins. They're, they're really, they're really cretinous. On you can't this call them cretins. I can. I just did. Uh, did. Did you know about the national intelligence estimate? I have no idea. I 
Do we the, have intelligence here? I, <laughs> well, we have a national intelligence. I don't know if we have yeah. any, what about, a, a what Irvine about based intelligence. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the U.S. intelligence community, uh, community uh, issued it its do? national intelligence estimate. Yeah. And it's, it predicts that Iraq's situation will worsen over the next 18 months. Yeah. And that the sectarian violence will Duh. continue. And uh, this, is a, this is a report that reflects the consensus among. U.S. intelligence. Community. Now, this isn't a no, liberal the, think tank. No, no, this is this the, is, this is this the is our this country's is, yeah. Department of National and National I, Intelligence. And, and I think the political shackles have been it's, loosened it's our on, best the, and on the intelligence community somewhat. This is not a rosy picture. Apparently, it's much worse than the administration. I'm, I'm getting tired of hearing about this. All right, the Intergovernmental Plan Panel on Climate Change. Yeah, announced that global warming. Wow. There. You've been out. I feel adjusted now. Warming is unequivocal that human activity is the main driver and that it is expected to heat up the atmosphere by four to seven degrees within the next century. So this is the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Why they call it climate change, too? There's probably some sort of Bolton bill. No, no. And call it global warming. And actually, I'm, I'm okay with this. Climate change? Uh, climate, climate change term. And I'll tell no. you why. Because every time some, every time there's a cold snap in yeah. the country, these conservative idiots get on radio and TV and say, well, if the globe is warming up. <laughs> why am I so why cold? Why am I so cold? <laughs> so, it, it, you know, and so and people are scratching their head going, yeah, I guess he's right. So climate change. I'm cold, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think what is a better way now it takes some use getting used to because the these guys co-opted this phrase a, a while ago. But I think people are getting it. The the climate is changing. Yes. Yeah. And not for the good. Yeah. So I'm okay with this. Although Despite I, this strongly worded global warming report from the world's top climate scientists, the Bush administration expressed continued opposition to mandatory reductions in heat trapping greenhouse gases. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't want to stop any. You, I, you remember last week? They I want to put that. up space mirrors <laughs> love to that. reflect just, the sun. I was just going to bring that up. I just can't wait. Space mirrors. <laughs> I can't it's... wait to see these massive, like uh, those uh, those leaf blowers. These uh-huh. guys are standing around, of thousands of them shooting this stuff into the atmosphere. I can't wait to see that. shooting what the mirrors, the little, the little. These are little. Tiny mirrors? I'm sure, yeah, it's a little I particle. Had a, I had an idea that there would be particle. huge. No, that there would be I, a no, huge no, mirror no, out there in space, some kind of, and it would come plummeting to the ground eventually, <laughs> and, it, and we'd have seven years of bad oh. luck. Uh, scientists and economists were offered ten thousand dollars each by an, um, the American Enterprise Institute, yeah, an Exxon Mobil funded think tank with close ties to the Bush administration, to undermine the report. They're willing to offer any scientist or economist who who writes an yep. article. That's what I said. Scientists yeah, dismissing, and economists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you said yeah. economist. I didn't hear the yeah. economist part. Yeah. Scientists and economists were offered ten thousand bucks. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, Exxon Just, Exxon Mobil last year made thirty nine and a half billion dollars in profit. Well, I think I was getting to that. Oh shoot! What do you think? I'm reading the news here. Oh shoot! I'm not going to say anything. According more. to I, climate specialists at NASA's Goddard Institute. Yeah. The Bush administration routinely suppressed climate change science to the public. Yeah. So, so, so we have this this string of interesting. Yeah, it's, it's events just, it's followed just, by Exxon Mobil's yeah. profit rising thirty nine point five billion dollars. 
It's the largest all time record. Yeah. And Shell. Yeah. Also signed an important deal to help Iran develop a major gas field. Royal Dutch Shell also reported record profits. Yeah. Annual earnings of twenty five point three six billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. A guy came into a place where I work and talked about the eco wackos. The eco wackos who were predicting climate change. They were coming into to what? He, 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 he brought this up to me, that the eco-wackos. The eco-wackos? Yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we're saying, and we better be sure before we change our entire economic system, that he goes, and... and you better be damn and sure. And 900 years ago, the, the world but, went but, through a significant gas for nothing. climate change, and by God, you know, whatever. He didn't believe any of it. Yeah. I don't, he did not believe. He said that, we're the Saudi Arabia of coal, and if we drilled off the coast of California, we wouldn't have any problem with oil ever again. There's yeah. enough oil off the coast of California to sustain us for the next millennium or something. Really? Yeah, according to him. Hmm. So I and that so I said so I, so I was tempted to say, although I couldn't. In the, I'm going to start drilling today. So I'm s- close enough. I figure if yeah. I start digging right now. Yeah. So hmm. so smog is it's a, my pension. <laughs> it's your pension. Smog is a good thing. That's what I was tempted to say. So smog is good. Echo wackos. It's yeah. the Echo Wacko Hour yeah, right it's here. Echo Wacko Hour. KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. A report on the effects of climate change in Australia warned that if Sydney, the residents of Sydney do not cut water consumption by more than 50% over yeah. the next 20 years. Yeah. That's a fair amount. 50% yeah. over the next 20 years, yeah. the city will become unsustainable. In other words, it'll dry up and blow away. Yeah. Yeah. Sydney, Australia. No more. No more. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Of course, that's just echo wacko talk. Echo wacko. A federal judge ruled that residents of several neighborhoods in the New Orleans area that were hardest hit by flooding can sue the Army Corps of Engineers. Good. Yeah, uh, I who, knew you like that. That no, woke no, you up. No, who said that? Mike was dozing off. That was no. I, who said that? I did. A federal just, judge. A federal judge. A federal judge I, ruled. I assumed it, that. A rule they can take the first step. Yeah. They're saying, do we do we have a case here? Federal judge said, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Do the federal government. Uh-huh. Sounds like you have a case. Sounds like you do. And you yeah. should. And they do. And all that. President Bush signed a directive that gives the White House much greater control over the rules and policy statements that the government develops to protect public health, safety, the environment, civil rights, and privacy. Now, <laughs> you know, you this to me is like the big news. Yeah. You were going to say something? No, I think this is great news. Yeah. You like it? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, I'll just, I was going to finish this off here. That uh, Bush said that each agency must have a regulatory policy office run by a political appointee. Yeah. yeah. What's great about this is when in two and a half years yeah. from now, mm-hmm. when a Democrat is elected, yeah. hopefully Al Gore is yeah. elected, he will have complete and total control of government based on the precedents that are being set by Bush. Yeah. So we. I don't want Al Gore with complete know, just, control. Over I'm, the I'm, I'm being facetious. You but, are. But it, it, someday, when these should not be when the political proli- when the, period when the proletariat they will come to re- re- regret this is what you're saying. I would hope so. Yeah. I it's my. They're my, being very short sighted, don't you think? Yeah, that, that's my point. Is yeah. that all of these things that are you know what's good for you may not be good for you later on and and for us it isn't good. 
obviously it's not good. I'm not supporting having this a kind political of, this quasi dictatorship that we to have determine now. what the policy statements are no, about horrible. public it's, health, and safety, dumb. environment. And we already. You know do. what I love? I love about this debate on Iraq right now. I'm going to go back just for a second. <laughs> and I've watched. We're not talking about I, Iraq. I, no, but it, it's related to what you're saying. Okay. And it, and and McConnell, McConnell and. And these and uh, Cronin, guy that owns a Chevrolet dealer, in, yeah, and in Cronin, the, uh-huh. the guy from Texas, yeah, and Trent Lott, the we're all sitting there. Well, the all these these four aging white guys were yeah. sitting there on TV last night saying, "It's not fair. The way the Democrats are treating us just isn't fair." Yeah. Oh, well, we went through what four and a half, five, six years of these guys, yeah, com- uh, abdicating any kind of oversight, any kind of responsibility uh, that uh, that Congress constitutionally is mandated to to have and and uh now we're talking about fairness well that was the democrats backing they're used to the democrats backing down anyway yeah well then so apparently why they, yeah they, they were whine a couple of minutes and then fox news runs for the next 22 hours in a fox row news is dropping in in popularity well, that's good to hear by quite a bit that's fantastic like, it's just it's plummeting that's that's good. So you don't need to worry about them anymore. All I right. took care of that. I just thank you. And you know that guy, Will Swain, took care of him too. Fantastic. Yeah, good got for rid you. of him. Good. The Commerce Department reported that the savings rates for all of 2006 was a negative one percent. Yeah, you know what that means, Mike. People spend all the money they earned. Yeah. But they also dipped into savings or increased borrowing to finance purchases. Yeah, that's yeah. good news. Yeah, that's that makes me feel good. The 2006 figure was a lower than a negative 0.4% in 2005. You're glazing over here, Mike. No, you don't I, like <laughs> I, you know these these economic stories. It's but it's the poorest showing since a negative 1.5% during the depression, 1933. I, I gotcha. The depth of the the depression. This is it. We're talking about the lowest since then. So, the amount of money that people were making they're spending it. Without They're not saving it. it. They're not doing anything with it except well, spending and it some and going point, into credit. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. At some yeah. point, this becomes a, a very steep downward spiral. Right, you in are. In order to stay ahead of the game. Matthew Cooper. Ah, Matt Cooper. Former Time Magazine reporter. Yeah. Said that Carl Rove, yes. President Bush's political advisor, was the first to reveal to Matt yes. that the wife of... Val, of Joseph Wilson. Joseph Wilson. Our friend, yes, here at good, Weekly friend, Signals, a good friend of the Weekly Signals, who we spoke with. Yes, you can go to that interview at uh, weeklysignals.com. Listen to Joe. You can go to the archives. I think it would have been two thousand and five. Yeah, say, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that Carl Rove was the first to reveal to um, to Matt that the uh, Valerie Plame, yeah, CIA was a CIA operative. The, this Libby trial, yeah. Scooter Libby, is revealing all kinds of fun stuff. Was revealing just how convoluted. It's revealing that uh, you know the old uh, uh, tangled web. Yeah, it, it, nobody it, knows what the truth is anymore. Today they're, they're going to be listening to six hours of uh, grand jury testimony by Libby. Yeah, and no, no, what what did I what did I tell him that yeah, that was the truth? I he, don't remember yeah. what what he, did I tell Carl that was the truth. Carl, he, can you tell? He, wait, wait a second, <laughs> Carl. Oh, it, what's the truth? His truth. Was yeah. that that uh, uh, Tim Russert told him about the identity of Valerie Plame, mm-hmm. and there have been six or seven witnesses who have come on the stand, including Judith Miller and everybody else who have been up there, said just the opposite. 
that they were told, and that the whole thing about this being uh, uh, Libby falling on the sword for Karl, Karl Rove and how the vice president's fingerprints are all over this, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get to that that part, that, 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 uh, that Cheney was deeply involved in this. Deep. A court in Munich ordered the arrest of 13 people for the alleged abduction of Khaled El-Mazri, mm-hmm. a German citizen who says he was seized by U.S. Central Intelligence Agency and taken to a secret prison in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So they're arresting our CIA folk yeah. in Germany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's something even better. Well, hang it on me. I'm going to try and hang it on you. It's, it's just a matter of access. The Germans are calling for the arrest of Karl Rove? Of Donald Rumsfeld? Yeah. Of of Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they've been they've been working on this uh, war crimes thing for quite a while over yeah. there. Yeah. And it's been moving along, but they're calling for his arrest now. It's mm-hmm. gotten to that stage. Mm-hmm. Good. They'll put him up there with the CIA agents. Now that he's a free man away from public service, if that's what you'd like to call it. Yes. They can they can Well, I'm sure that there is some kind him. of presidential edict that, that protects him and I am for the. I'm, I'm upset. South Dakota legislators yeah. introduced an abortion bill that supporters hope will lead to a legal challenge of Roe versus Wave. Wade. The measure would allow exceptions for rape and incest with DNA evidence. Huh? Yeah. You need well, the evidence. So yeah. if if the guy runs out before, yeah. if you don't have the the perp, yeah, you don't have the evidence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Pirated, I like this story. This is this is this gets a star next to it. Okay. In my book. Yeah. Pirated Microsoft software helped Romania to build a vibrant technology industry. Romanian president Trian Bersacu mm-hmm. Basacu mm-hmm. told Bill Gates. So they pirated. He had he had Bill Gates sitting next to him on this at this conference, and he says piracy helped the young generation discover computers. It set off the development of the IT industry in Romania. Thank you, Bill Gates. And Bill, you know, is yeah. going, uh, yeah. uh, gosh, I make a lot of money. Maybe I, I oughtn't act indignant. <laughs> yeah. There it is. There's the, there it is. Did, did you find it? I did there? find it. I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. Yeah, just Tell me what it the is. The Bush administration is staying mostly quiet about this uh, this development in Germany, uh, in which the uh, there are warrants for 13 CIA operatives. Well, we, we already learned that. Yeah, yeah. Get down to Rumsfeld. I know. You can't find Rumsfeld. I forget. This is embarrassing. And uh, finally. And finally. And finally. It's there. Go look for it on the internet, the Germans. And the Italians. The Italians are arresting CIA people and looking very seriously at pursuing higher-ups because the kidnapping of a um, a sheik. A sheik. And finally, yes. President Bush staged an impromptu visit to the Sterling Family Restaurant in Peoria, Illinois. Oh, that's nice. But none of the diners wanted to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, said Bush. <laughs> Some people sitting at a table eating. How's the service? Uh. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.